0: Hello, darlings all. Welcome to Tom Reed Wilson Has Words With, where I invite a celebrity chum to share their unique vocab and take on language with me. It's my wordy podcast. I'll be talking with friends from around the UK and beyond, exploring their lives and their landscape of language. Today, we're joined by a friend who describes himself as comedian, choirboy keeper. Lloyd Griffiths is a most surprising and heady cocktail, a classical choir boy turned choir man who is a football fanatic and wonderfully funny to boot, no pun intended. Lloyd hails from Grimsby. If, like me, geography is not your strong suit, it's the north of England, east of Leeds, just below Hull, a place with a fascinating turn of phrase. Lloyd has presented Soccer AM and Netflix's Flinch and appeared on wonderful shows such as 8 Out of 10 Cats, with me incidentally, Comedy Central's Roast Battle, Drunk History, and Sweat the Small Stuff. He also incidentally appeared on Songs of Praise, an intriguing comedian and wonderful company. I began our chat as ever, with a bespoke poem. I ask you, do you think it complete phantasmagoria, a stand-up who is singing sections of Vivaldi's Gloria, from soccer AM's host to a tenor Polonaise, from mimicking a masking tape to singing songs of praise, to say his many talents have the power to astound is pointless as one pointing out the Queen is on the pound. At Rob Beckett's London show, I saw him work the crowd, and from my seat I found him very liberally endowed, with funny bones aplenty, not just elbows, everywhere, and suddenly a voice burst forth you never knew was there, rising to the rafters with a rich, resounding ease, and now he's here to join me in a shooting of The Breeze. If I do not reveal him soon, his face says, woe betide me. So here I go. Lloyd Griffith is sitting here beside me.
1: I mean, that is the best introduction I'm ever going to get. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> Usually it's like, it ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined with a man from Grimsby, Lloyd Griffith. Oh, that my is darling, unreal. it was
0: a labour of love for you.
1: Wow. That is, I loved How long, long did that take? Bespoke. Also, what does, sorry, what does liberally endowed mean? Can I, <laughs> can I use that on my poster? Uh,
0: I meant liberally endowed with your funny bits.
1: Oh, right, okay, fair but enough. But I did
0: have a very good angle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, all, <laughs> all, all my jeans are skinny jeans, just by default.
0: <laughs> so you
1: do see everything.
0: Do you know, I feel like I know you intimately, but in fact, it's only two meetings. Yeah, two meetings. Rob's stand-up, where we had that lovely after-party, where the champagne was flowing, our beloved Rob Beckett, um, where was that? That was at the event in Apollo. Uh, event Apollo, yeah, and yeah. And you were yeah. so funny and that's when I first heard your pipes and my yeah. knees buckled.
1: In a good way. In a really good way. And you were sat down as well. so yes, that was, that was I you like You having a, a puddle on yeah. my chair. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that was um, two years ago, I think. That was two years ago. First, if, I t- I'll tell you exactly when it was. 17th of April, uh, 2017. We started roughly about the same time. You started about a year or so before me, but he's... Brilliant, and that show is yeah. great. But I'm doing tour sport now for Jack Whitehall. So oh, I feel, I, I feel as if I'm cheating on Rob
2: <laughs> with <laughs> a
1: do posher. La la crème, you pick the creme de creme? Yeah, yeah. And they're, but they're very opposite ends of the scale, aren't they?
0: How you doing, you're right? Good evening. Yes, but you're divergent with both, so it works with both. Yeah, I actually,
1: I think we'll probably talk about this later. But I, my voice, I end up speaking like both of them when I'm on tour. <laughs> if I spend time with Rob, I'll. Hey Daniel, I'll be lucky. <laughs> and then, um, like when I'm with uh, Jack, I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. Can I get the um, the blue cheese knocky? Is that okay? Yeah, and just a 1994 a, just oh. um, uh, Chateau Nautepap. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. That's yeah. absolutely like it it's might just, morph into me before the end of this. It, yeah, I mean, but then people might be like, I think it's abusive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did actually have. I was on the radio on Wednesday on the Sarah Brett Show and there was a tweet that came out afterwards and it said, who were the two lovely ladies you had on (laughs) last night? They were so funny. And I was (laughs) like, so I retweeted and I said one was me
1: I do a bit in my stand up where I talk about um, practicing my singing so I sing when you saw me I sang in my baritone voice my quite
2: yes
1: manly voice as it were but I actually sing professionally um, as a counts tenor so as basically uh, gosh I didn't know that so I sing still sing so on Monday and Tuesday next week and I did it all last week I sing at um, Windsor Castle in the choir of St George's Chapel which is an amazing amazing choir yes Um, and I've just done it my whole Whole life, and even though my career is taking a turn on done comedy and acting and presenting, I still keep my hand in it because it's for me is the best job, one of the best jobs in the world. Yes. Um, but I sing like a a woman. I sing like a essentially like a woman. And uh, I had some builders. It was about two years ago now. I had some builders doing some stuff on the outside of the house. I say house, flat. Um, <laughs> and I was just in my bedroom singing, It was alive and tasteless with a, you know, and in a head. And I know. So oh. it's a bit, <clears throat> bit frosty this oh, morning. be still um, in my heart. It, I know, quite, it's very early, but that breathy. was divine. And then um, I went around to the to the living room and there's a builder there. He's like, hello, mate, you all right? Yeah, I'm just doing some building work on the outside, some drilling, right? So I'm just going to pull you in the dance. You get no dust in indoors. I was like, oh, thanks very much, mate. He goes, do you mind telling your missus as well? I was like, <laughs> what? He went. I had a girl singing in the back bedroom. like, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll just go tell her to shut up as well, Stella <laughs> I? I didn't really have the guts to like, tell a man in a hive is in a helmet. Oh, actually, man, that was me. I uh, singing a council to her voice. Um, oh, my actually, God. you know, quite macho. Yeah, so this is what
0: we discovered, actually, on 8 Out of 10 Cats, which I didn't know that... We were both choir
1: boys. Both choir for boys, yeah. Very very it long was, time. It was almost like a choir boy off, wasn't it? <laughs> it, yes, was. it was like I got a bit like what? You you're you're, you're a, no that's my USP. Yes, no, you've got yes. your USP. You're very good at your USP. I'm struggling to find mine. I think it's a choir boy. So please leave <laughs> yeah. me alone.
0: I think yours is the great vacillator.
1: Yeah. You know, from I, from I'm, I've never from, done a podcast before where I've needed a thesaurus <laughs> for the whole 60 minutes.
0: (laughs) No, but that pendulum swing from Divine Choir Boy
1: or Quiet Man
0: through to Outrageously Funny.
1: Well, I got a review early doors that said, Voice of an Angel, Body of a Trucker. And I think (laughs) that has just summarised my kind of existence as whatever whatever it is.
0: Tell me about growing up in Grimsby, to which you owe your...
1: Beautiful lilt. Well, I don't really think I've got much of a, a Grimsby accent. And I, I, I mean, I loved growing up in Grimsby. And I, again, I've started talking about this in my stand up is the fact that I was basically trained to sing without an accent. So everyone, oh gosh. all choir boys are trained to sing without a regional accent. So you are literally sing off the same hymn sheet. And yes. sound like you sing off the same hymn sheet. So I, when I go back to Grimsby, I get ribbed because I don't sound like I'm from Grimsby. My <laughs> sister has still got a Grimsby accent, all of our friends have. So like when I get a bit drunk or um, like when I go back, I'm like, ah, now then, you're right. How you doing? You're right? Yeah, and it's quite, <laughs> the Grimsby accent is quite hard. It's like more nasal Manchester. Now then, it's like beard. Like if you'd say bird, it's beard. Beard. Oh gosh! Yeah, so it's like, almost scouse. Yeah, a like little beard. bit. Yeah, but it's beard, but without the, but without the, um, without the scouse accent. You're saying it as the scouse would say it, but without their lilt. Yes. Um, their yes. Gr- grass would be grass. Yes. Bath would be bath, obviously. So um, have you
0: got that long R now of bath and grass? But,
1: uh, yes, and then but I will. I'll be in London. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'm just going to go run a bath. Yeah, and then well, firstly, I'm saying, well, who am I saying that to? <laughs> I live on my own. Um, <laughs> and then, but then I go, give run a bath, 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 shit, and I get annoyed <laughs> with myself for turning southern. Um, what I do, you're not that s- I mean, I draw one. You you, you draw a bath? <laughs> yes. So, cri- so that my ex girlfriend, who is honestly so posh that she makes Jack White all look like Rob Beckett, um, <laughs> she she talks about that. She how you draw a bath, and I was like, what are you on about, love? Yeah. It's like, well, I'm gonna get. Using your a, sketch pad. I'm gonna go and draw a bath. It's like at that point, I was like, "Yeah, this, I don't think this is gonna work," and it didn't <laughs> weirdly. So
0: you metamorphose when you go back up. They don't think you've all gone posh because you can be a chameleon.
1: Yeah, but this this thing. So I am a chameleon, and again, not to keep referencing my stand up, but I talk about having a chameleon's voice, and I have that's always been the case. Yes, you know, and I'll spend time on the road with Rob. I'll start speaking like him. I'll spend time on the road with Jack. I'll start speaking like him. And then I do a little cheap joke where I go, I'm just during the day that Romesh Ranganathan asked me to do his tour support um, because his accent, you know, I, I can't do, I'm crawly, very specific. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a chip on my shoulder and my sister's got a Northern accent. My mum's got a, you know, a Northern accent and stuff. So I, I do get really uh, wound up. And I, But I think it, it's, and I was doing some research about it, but it's, it's fight or flight. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, um, I went to... The posh school in Grimsby, which again yes. is a bit of an oxymoron, but uh, <laughs> called St James School, and the reason why I went there was because of my uh, singing. Um, so basically, my godfather was like, "Look, I think he's got a bit of a good voice," and so I went to this 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 posh school. And again, we got it for pretty much free because we were poor. Um, yes. So it's means tested, and they're like, "Yeah, you know," and it was good for there yes. You know, we got a working class lad in the school. But I used to get, I used to get the bus. I think I was one of the only three people that got the bus to school. Everyone else was like driven in their oh very my. nice, very nice cars. Yes. And um, I used to like leave the house. And, I could, and again, I'd, I was talking about this to a few friends. I like leave the house. Like, all right, mum, see you later on. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and then in my little Harry Potter outfit and briefcase, <laughs> Dodds getting bullied by all the like local, like all my mates down the same. <laughs> Posh little toss. I'm like yeah, right, lads, shut up. Then I'd get on the bus, and then on the three C from Lady Smith Road to Bargate. I like metamorph, metam. Oh my god, not this metamorphose. Metal- yeah, I'd metamorphose. Yes, um, into then you know. Uh, I'm like, hey, good morning, fellow students. <laughs> <laughs> Please be genteel as you bogwash me. <laughs> here is my, here is my lunch money, <laughs> and I would then just change, and then and then. Spend the day, and then come back. All right, mom. Yeah, i got beat up again, didn't I?
0: <laughs> what have you retained from Grimsby? Are there words and phrases, stock phrases in Grimsby, Grimsby that you love? Um, just small things like yeah, right. Like I, know it's, like, <laughs> I uh, um, it's so economic, isn't it? I know that there's one local chant. I think the lyric might go something like, "We only sing." When we're fishing.
1: (laughs) We only sing when we're fishing. Does that ring any bells? Yeah, it does. So um, I go to a lot of Grimsby Town matches, a big Grimsby Town fan, and some of the chants are great. And some of them are really quite famous. So there's obviously a a chant that's, we only sing when we're winning. Or people go, you only sing when you're winning. We (laughs) sing, we only sing when we're fishing. Sing when we're fishing. Um, So it goes, um, we only sing when we're fishing. Sing when we're fishing. We only sing oh, when we're fishing. Obviously, not everyone sounds as as, as Matt, oh, <clears throat> and I'm still very uh, still very breathy oh, this man. morning. But yeah, so we sing, we sing that, and then there's another, and I, 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 I you know, that's amazing. The other one is Mariners. So um, we just, it, it just, it's just Mariners, <laughs> Mariners. <laughs> and when I go back, I have to. Be as grim as be as I can, because yes, you can't be yes. like. Marinas, Marinas, because people be like, what is oh, no, he doing in this silly middle? Do you know? Culture? I always say to my brother, who is a
0: massive Reading FC fan, I used to have to Google <laughs> News them when when he was a teenager, because it was all he would talk about. And I always used to say, "You have such a pretty voice, Jack. Why don't you sing properly when you go to the football match?" And he was like, "You have no idea, do oh, you? You, get you up. have no idea." Yeah.
1: And again, I'm writing a bit of. a uh,
0: Go to bombas.com slash acast and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
1: And this is a genuine thing that happened about two years ago. I um was there was a I was singing at Windsor quite a lot. I was singing at Windsor probably like three or four times a week. Yes. And I went to see Grimsby town I think, versus Crawley on a Saturday. And when Grimsby Town fans go away, they—they're all in fine voice. It's amazing, but they're quite vocal. And I was—I <laughs> was miming. <laughs> I was miming because I didn't want to ruin my voice for. I had Eucharist, Matins, and even song the next day. Oh, and I was grand. like, my mate Brendan was like, "Are you miming?" I was like, <laughs> "Can you tell?" He was like, "Yeah." Yeah, you can, yes, you can tell you're miming because nothing's coming out of your mouth, mate. I was like, Yes, and with Christ.
0: pipes like yours, they know what they're missing, do they? like, like, why are you
1: miming? I was like, well, I've got bird 4 pipe mastermind, mate, and it's one apart <laughs> like I can't. I don't want to jeopardise. That's 45 quid plus travel. Um, and then the other famous Grimsby chant is, it's so funny. It's basically, um, it's everyone claps. <laughs> Fish that is it <laughs> and when you've got say five we we sang at Wembley when, uh, when we played uh, Forest Green in the conference uh, final playoff final but you've got like fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 Grimsby Town fans going
2: Doof,
0: yeah. Doof. Do, 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 fish. It was and <laughs> incidentally, for those who don't know, it's famous for its fishing. It
1: is. That's the what well, it was, it isn't was it? famous for fishing. It still has the tag of being. Yeah, you know, it's a fishing port, and it's, it's, it's a really good fishing port. Yes. But it is famous. You know, when you say Grimsby, it's kind of synonymous with yeah, scale little buggers.
0: <laughs> now it seems to me that that versatile Grimsby tongue lends itself not only to song. But a very special kind of impression.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Uh, These are the adhesives. Yes. So I um, basically got in a fight at university with a cabbage crunchy and it won and I lost my tooth. Basically, I put um, a selection box in the fridge, which you should never do. And I mean, a crunchy in the fridge, that's like kryptonite. I mean, no one's getting through that. And I, it was, I put it in, I put it in the fridge before I went away for Christmas and I used to have to sing on Christmas Day and Boxing Day at um, Exeter. Yes, that's a very busy time. And then I basically, I just remember like when I got back after Christmas, I was, oh, there's a crunchy there. And I bit into the crunchy and it just took my tooth out fresh, just took my tooth out. Oh my. So as I was, I'm like, it, well, actually it took out half out of that to go to the dentist. was like, like, how have you done that? I was like, I bit into a crunchy. And he's like, yeah. Because I'm <laughs> lying with my stomach, like pounding out after like 10 days of Christmas eating. Oh, no. And he's like, so he, he removed the, the tooth and was like, look, an implant will cost you a couple of grand. And I was a student so I was like, I don't have that. I was like, can I wait? He's like, you can wait probably two or three years and you're going to have to, otherwise the teeth will start moving in. I was like, okay, cool. Anyway, I just never had that money. And I was working and I was like, I don't have a spare two or three thousand pounds. And I started doing comedy. And then um, one night I was just doing a mic test. And as a result of this tooth missing, it creates a chamber within the mouth, which enables you to do um, this noise, (laughs) (laughs) which is weird. And I was just doing that during a sound test. I like, oh, it sounds like a dolphin. So I went, oh, it actually sounds like sellotape. And then just over a period of years, I just r- developed this routine where I do impressions of various Sellotapes. So it's like, you know, I just and I don't, I don't know what they sound like in real life. You know I mean, I'm just making it all up. And again, it's not comedy. Um, but no it feels to me, five it's minutes.
0: so resonant but of the it's, real it's McCoy. Different. It's
1: different though. And so I do this you now. It's like, oh, um, what do you want? parcel tape. <laughs> Oh, uh, what, masking? <laughs> but the thing is, I uh, uh, this is another thing. I was doing a gig uh, a few, about, about four months ago. I just had some chocolate before a gig. And I actually very rarely eat chocolate, surprise, surprise. I'm a savoury boy. Cheese is my, me, cheese is my downfall. Yeah. And, um, but I had some chocolate before a gig. And then a little bit of my tooth just chipped as well. I was like, are you joking? Oh, no. Went to the dentist the next day. He's like, yeah, you have to have a crown fitted. had a crown fitted. And it is far too big for my mouth. And I've got to wait like another three weeks to go back and get it drilled down. Because it's still too big. So I can't really close my mouth at the moment. So every time I do these impressions, I am in excruciating pain. <laughs> it really hurts. God. And I go to gigs and stuff. Oh, you do me a favour? Will you do the tape impressions? Because a few people have requested it. they oh, yeah, but it really hurts. So like, what? I was like, it doesn't matter. So I'm having to go. Ah. So I'm having my um, crown drilled down. Um, I can't
0: tell you how much I appreciate the sublime sacrifice
1: today. Oh, it's <laughs> absolutely fine. I mean, it's like a few minutes too. just adore good. them.
0: Now, I'm an ignoramus when it comes, really, to the Grimsby Tongue. But my lovely producer, Rue, always sources some local phrases for our guests that I find totally incomprehensible. So I need your help, darling.
1: Right, okay. Do you mind? Yeah, fine, go ahead. Okay.
0: In a Benny, and then it actually says forward slash got a monk on?
1: So I, th- I think they're two separate things. Oh, no, in a Benny, like, he's angry, like, annoyed. Oh, he's got a right Benny on. Oh, I see. Yeah, Gosh, you see. Uh, Maybe see it's Benny kid.
0: Hill because he was so frenetic.
1: No, I, th- I think it's like when, when you're like, um, you know, like the, I think the th- um, when you've got a monk on as well, like, you've got a face on. So, you know, you've got an arts of monkey's got a bomb, Oh, you know. yes. Now they're bomb, It's like. And she's got, and she's got the face on. It's that kind of. It's like, oh, she's got right monk on. Oh, oh god! I got back in like two hours late from the pub last night. She had a right monk on, <laughs> and a Benny on. Yeah, so, it's so a
0: divine p- contraction ring. Really.
1: Yeah, but a Benny god, I ain't heard the Benny for ages. Yeah, but Monk, yeah. I think I think I heard it at Christmas maybe. Oh, she had a right monk on. Beeling. Beeling means crying. Oh, what a great! This is a great. Is that is that what? it He's says? Yeah, Johnny yeah. Good producer. Oh my! So. um... We use that, um, and this is the best thing. When I went to football, I went, went to a Grimsby Town game, and um, just little words like that pop out. It was Grimsby Town versus Welling, and there was a Welling player that was basically just kicking off the old time, and just a Grimsby Town fan went, "All right, mate, stop beelin," and the whole crowd just <laughs> pissed ourselves because we're going, "No one knows what that means." He's going, "What's be- he obviously what's what's beelin?" Um, so yeah, beelin. I don't know what the where the origin of that is, beelin, but I mean, I'd look.
0: Can we find that producer? Room? Bealing.
1: It's like peeling, which obviously is um, what campanologists do. Yes, that's one of my favorite words. Oh, Campanology,
0: the study of bell ringing, um, dangling may- from a giant rope.
1: I've been to that club. Um, <laughs> it's, I think, beeling, I reckon might come from or be associated with beeling, You know, where you like you ring out or to sound out. I don't know. Yes. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. <laughs>
0: Bugger lugs.
1: Bugger lugs. That's just a um, it's just a term of endearment. So, um, oh. oh look at all bugger lugs over there. Kegs. Kegs. Um, underwear. Pants. Ooh. Oh. F- walked in. He had his f- kegs around his ankles, didn't he?
0: <laughs> Mardy, I think I Marty, know this yeah, one. Yeah, Mardy. Yeah. So yes. this is sort of grumpy, yeah, isn't grumpy, it? Yeah, Yeah. Mardy
1: bum. Mardy. And finally, twagging. Twagging. That's basically, um, you're like, hey, you seen our kid? He was twagging off school today. So it's basically where you don't go to school, where you're twagging playing off school. Playing truant. Yeah, playing Twanging. truant. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, my. I love that because it almost sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got the naughtiness inbuilt.
1: Yeah. It's, it was. I, again, it was it, you know, only when you left Grimsby that you realised that these were only true to um, Grimsby. There's another one that uh, uh, Spoggy. Spoggy. Spoggy is chewing gum.
0: Oh my, I love that. Um, so you say I'm spogging?
1: No, no, you just go, I you got any spoggy on you? Oh. I think you just give someone some chewing gum. <laughs> it's a noun. Yeah. Right. Backy? Backy? Backy. Oh,
0: jumping on the back of a bike?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yes, we have that. Um, I think that you have to have your legs permanently in arabesque to make that work. Yeah, 100%. And engage
1: yeah. your core. Yeah, abso- yeah, 100%. Yeah. Arabesque all the way. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you've, physog. Fizzog? Fizzog. Shut your fizzog. Is that your mouth? Yeah. Fizzog. I fizzog guess because that- it's
0: your orifice for fizz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your orifice for fizz. I guess it is, yeah. I saw a, a mate of mine who's from uh, Barnard Castleway. He used it. He's like, oh, shut your fizzog. And I was like, oh, do you use that as well? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I think it must be like a Northeasty kind of thing. But... um, yeah, that's kind of brought back a few memories, that. Oh, gosh. I'm, so no, I'm I'm bailing. Bailing is a good and bad thing as well. Like, it's in, like, oh, God, I'm so happy I'm bailing. Oh, my. Because you're crying, yeah. Tote's verse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Darling Lloyd, thank you for being here and educating I, I, I,
1: me. And I have had an absolute ball. Thanks for having me. This has been the most educational podcast I've been a part of. Oh, I ever. just love you. Um, I love you. And I can't wait to bail my eyes out on the way home. <laughs>
0: What
2: is that word, rue? Did you find it? Fizzong. It only comes up that a beeling as a, a little baby bee, which I think is quite sweet anyway. Oh, but, that's dear. So we don't yet know, but I feel like Lloyd might be near the money when he thought it was relating to bell ringing. To peeling, peeling yes. To campanology.
0: The lovely um, art of bell ringing. It's one of my favourite, favourite words, campanology. I'm a have-a-go campanologist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and another one that came up that we enjoyed was physog. Oh, oh, yes. So he was saying it meant your face or your mouth or shut your shut yes, your physog. Yes, yes, your gob. So now this has got an interesting one. So we're going to go back to, I think, the 1800s and physiognomy. Yes. You'll, you'll like that word. Yes, yes. Um, so physiognomy was a study of a person's facial features or expression. Um, I see. So that's what They were studying facial features That came to be the face And your fizz phys- and then, And then more and more specific until mm, it But I wonder if it's just used the Around Grimsby But maybe people can tell us If they've heard oh, of fizz phys- Oh
0: please Won't you please If we cannot If we get stumped Please send us a little message If you know the
2: answer We would absolutely adore it Wouldn't we Ruth Yes We need all the help we can get
0: Funnily enough, talking to Lloyd took me right back to my choirboy days. So I've thought of a few words connected to the life of a choirboy. Now, Lloyd and I, when we were young, when we started as choirboys, we were called trebles, which is a boy soprano with an unbroken voice from the late Middle English treble, because it was the highest line in a three-part composition. And castrate. Now, the treble voice has been revered historically. And some trebles were encouraged to have their balls chopped off so that they could retain that high, pure, unbroken singing voice. Which brings me to testicle, which is one of the most curious roots of all. Now, it's only connected insofar as it's connected to the castrate, who didn't have them. Mm. But testicle comes from the Latin root testis, meaning... Witness. And that root finds its way into a test, testimony, a witness statement, testify to bear witness. And then you think, how on earth does it find its way into testicle? Well, that's because a testicle is a little witness to the semen secreting gland. So sadly, the castrati were missing their little witnesses
2: can I tell you something? Yes. I'm having a google while you're fascinating me, but I'm also googling at the same time. Yes. And it's reported online. Mm. The avocado comes oh, from the yes. Aztec word for testicle. Yes,
0: yes, indeed it does because they thought that it looked
2: rather like a testicle.
0: I would have to say a rather <laughs> unhealthy one. <laughs> You'd be slightly worried. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Well, Lloyd is heavenly. And if you want more of him, we will be posting his stand updates and links to all of his social media, wherever you download your podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember, it's but one stiletto in the shoe shop. If you're hungry for more, please do subscribe and please leave a comment for me. I look forward to them. In the meantime, oodles of love. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production.